When it's time to seed grass, fertilize turf, or add a pop of color to your yard, Blaine's Farm and Fleet's got you covered with unbeatable deals on lawn and garden essentials. Find value on everything you need in-store or online at farmandfleet.com. Been a while since we caught up with our Wisconsin ginseng growers. You recall that those folks, although there may not be a lot of them as far as individuals, but boy, they're a powerful economic part of Wisconsin agriculture. Uh, the tariffs against China really took the wind out of their sails, and that was basically prior to the pandemic. So let's find out where we stand today. Jackie Fetz along with us, Executive Director of the Wisconsin Ginseng Growers Association. And I see, Jackie, we are coming up on the Chinese New Year, the front part of February. Normally, that would be a wonderful time for our Wisconsin ginseng growers. What's it looking like 2022? It's not looking as good as in the past, that's for sure. Um, We have had quite a bit of struggles with uh, travel restrictions due to the pandemic which is normally a big gifting time for our industry. So people who would normally travel here to the United States would would go home to see their families during the Chinese New Year, and they would bring them Wisconsin ginseng packages uh, to their families because it's highly valued there, especially by the elderly uh, folks in China. Mm-hmm. So is it still the tariffs? Is it travel, or is it all of the above, Jackie, that's still impacting our ginseng folks? It's actually all of the above. Um, the travel restrictions and then the tariffs still remain um, relatively high. Actually, there's been really no tariff relief between um, uh, on ginseng between China and the U.S. Um, there's a small percentage of relief that's available to importers, but it's really not significant enough to um, to really help out. Um, so growers have had to lower their prices in order to sell their ginseng, which has had a huge impact on our industry as prices rise. Uh, a lot, all the supply side um, things are rising. Is that market being filled by other ginseng growers, uh, Jackie? That's the other thing. You know, uh, a year's worth of absence of real Wisconsin ginseng is one thing, but now that it's going on too, it makes me wonder if others around the world are trying to fill that market. Yes, uh, China actually grows American ginseng, so they have a great deal of supply. I think they grow maybe 12 million pounds of ginseng, of American ginseng in China. So they obviously want the Chinese people to consume the American ginseng that they grow, but the Chinese people prefer Wisconsin ginseng just because of the quality of our, of our product. You mentioned that the growing season of 2021 was pretty good for our Wisconsin ginseng growers, not only as far as volume, but also quality. Help people understand, though, uh, that's fine, Uh, But you already had quite a bit of Wisconsin ginseng still in storage. Is that correct? Well, actually, we we launched a website last year, which was we're calling our official virtual showroom for Wisconsin ginseng. It's www.buywegenseng.com. And it was a way that we could connect uh, growers with overseas buyers. So the website is available in all of our overseas markets, and they can go on there and um, hear descriptions of the uh, lots in both English and Mandarin, and then they can connect directly with the buyer to purchase their root. And that was a very successful strategy uh, for the board last year, and we just added our new 2021 lots um, just before Christmas. Mm -hmm. So we're hoping that that will continue to help uh, the growers sell their roots in, you know, the new virtual way of of buying. Um, Buying ginseng is a very personal um, purchase. It's every grower's root has its own unique qualities, and so there are certain markets that um, that 
want a certain type of root. So it's about connecting those buyers with the growers that, you know, the root that they're looking for. Talk to me about the resilience of our Wisconsin ginseng growers. I mean, a lot of these folks have been in it generationally in Wisconsin. Jackie, have they been able to withstand this strain? Have you seen people exit or back off on acres? Give me a little sense of what's happening with our Wisconsin growers. Yeah, I don't think you're ever going to find a more resilient group of growers. They're um, we had a field day in August, and I expected that the attitudes would be a lot more dire, but people were just happy to connect with one each, with each other again after not seeing each other for a while. And yeah, we all understand our challenges that the market's facing right now, but the growers aren't in this. The growers that are in this aren't lighthearted. They're used to facing lots of challenges, and um, so they're, it's just another, you know, another challenge that they're having to overcome. So we're trying to help them overcome those challenges, and we are looking forward to, you know, hopefully some positive uh, times coming up. Um, our market price is up a little bit uh, this year over last year, so that's a good sign. And with carrying over not really much uh, roots from previous seasons and harvests, that will really help our industry price as well. Sure. Jackie Fetz along with us, if you're just joining us. She's the executive director of the Wisconsin Ginseng Growers. Let's talk a little bit about here domestically then as far as use and preference for Wisconsin-grown ginseng. You know, Jackie, I can't think of a time more in our in our history where people are focused on health, trying to do what they can to stay healthy, uh, be healthy, turn things around. I, I'm wondering, has Wisconsin ginseng found favor with those people that are trying to do whatever they can to protect themselves? Yeah, we've actually had an increase of um, calls into the office lately um, for of consumers looking for ginseng capsules um, as a result of the Mayo Clinic study that was done in 2012 because um, ginseng can help support fatigue in patients that are undergoing chemotherapy. So it's well known. It's well known for that, and then also, yeah, for just the immune supportive benefits of ginseng, we've had uh, in, an in, increase of calls lately. So that's a positive um, note for the board. Um, we're looking at trying to get the word out as much as possible um, to the domestic market because we think it's um, it's a, a kind of a secret. People don't really know much about American ginseng as they would maybe some other health uh, promoting uh, products, mm-hmm. but. Yeah, we're looking at increasing our um, our efforts to promote more domestically as well in the next year or so. Well, you know, and, and uh, while there's probably a lot of people shaking their heads out there and saying, oh, yeah, I want to know about Wisconsin ginseng, they also have to understand you folks are kind of limited as far as depth of staff and ability to handle all that. It's not like you're a multi-million dollar company with a specific you know, staff that's in charge of those kinds of things. You're kind of the chief cook and bottle washer for everything, aren't you? (laughs) That's right. We're a very small organization. We have, you know, just myself and an office manager, and then we have a couple consultants that help us with our efforts. But, yeah, it's a really small operation, and um, we represent the 160-plus growers uh, in Wisconsin right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Jackie Fetz along with Wisconsin Ginseng Growers. So now we have to remind the audience also, Jackie, that the ginseng growers in Wisconsin, this is a long-term commitment. This is not like corner soybeans where you plant it in uh, April and harvest it in November. Uh, These folks have uh, got a stake in the game years out now. uh, What are they talking about for 2022 as far as acreage? And what about the human element of labor with ginseng? 
Yeah, labor be, labor has become a real issue um, for the industry, you know, as well as a lot of other industries who are suffering to try to find help. Um, so yeah, we did we did experience uh, some labor issues this, with this past harvest because ginseng is a very hands-on product. It has to be hand weeded. The berries have to be picked by hand, and then it's it's a hands-on harvest as well. The roots are brought to the ground by um, a digger, or like um, adapted potato digger basically, then they're brought to the soil and then they're all hand-picked from the soil into containers. And so it's a very labor-intensive process and that has continued to impact the industry for sure. We're looking at, I think we're looking at maybe a slight uh, decrease in acreage in the coming years because we did see some loss. Um, Some of our growers are at retirement age and with the market conditions being what they are, they just decided to retire um, from growing, so we did hear that some growers decided not to plant uh, this past year. So we will be seeing a decrease in acres in the next three, three to four years for sure. All right. Well, there we have it, at least for right now. Jackie Fett, along with us, giving us an update on how our Wisconsin ginseng industry is doing. Like she said, uh, the tariff situation with the United States and China has not changed, but our Wisconsin ginseng growers persevere, turning to the World Wide Web as the means to try to keep some of that business and turning their attention to the domestic market and trying to educate you and I on the benefits of real Wisconsin ginseng. Like she said, uh, you can go to their website, Wisconsin Grown Ginseng, and find out more and or get in contact with uh, the Wisconsin Ginseng Association. They'll be happy to help you out. From the southern end of the world's longest barn in Madison, I'm Farm Director Pam Yonke.